Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, day five of six of six ways, six days to improve your mental health as part of Mental Health Awareness Week. So today we're going to be talking about having a digital detox. So what is a digital detox? Well, essentially it's just taking check of the amount of time that uh, you're on um, or switched on to your devices in particular. And that's one that we're going to be kind of primarily Mm. focusing on and having a chat about today. Um, And so technology isn't inherently bad, but it can control our life and have some negative effects uh, on us, on our mental health. And so we're going to talk about um, the context in which we're going to be focusing on and also why we believe it's a problem, but then some things that you can implement in order to help yourself with your mindset and your mental health. And so to begin with, um, we're gonna be talking about a little bit the context of having a digital detox and maybe setting some boundaries around work um, in regards to the fact that uh, with a lot of people working from home, there's a lot more accessibility, right? Mm. Like people um, expect you to be answering emails at all hours of the day, messages, that type of thing. Mm. And it's inevitable. Yeah. Um, And then also in the context, particularly in social media, of uh, the social comparison Mm. um, and the effects that that has on um, your mindset and your your mental health. And so let's uh, kick off with talking about bit about the benefits of having a digital detox and so one of the things that I think uh, it's very valuable for is its effects that it's going to help you with in reducing stress and anxiety. Um, That constant connectivity uh, is likely to lead to a feeling of overwhelm Mm. and stress which is one of the key themes that we've been kind of talking about this entire week is ways that you can manage your stress and as I was saying earlier, it's the, the notifications, the emails, the messages, um, it, can, it can feel never ending. Yeah. Um, so talk to me a bit about how, I know this has been something that uh, you've put some uh, boundaries in and mm. it has affected you um, in the past. Um, how is it affecting you? Uh, once again, as you just said, it was the constant feeling of always on. Um, and it wasn't just work related, it was just messages coming through in general like if I so I've for me personally I've uh, we'll talk about this soon anyway ways to do it but I've um, turned off a lot of notifications on my phone and yes they're still there but it's for me it's when they just pop up constantly on the screen that leads to the feeling of a little bit of stress and anxiety around especially around work and the the workload that we currently have is already relatively high and then when you see these notifications coming through of extra work that needs to be done that instantly can affect mindset and anxiety levels um, just in basically knowing that there's a whole lot more work coming through that needs mm-hmm. to be done so yeah. it's it's as you just said it's a, that constant always being on um, yeah a, and leading to that stress and anxiety of seeing that stuff come through constantly sure yeah and um, as you said, I think the key there is it, it is never ending. Um, and when you run your own business and, yeah. and half of it's online, it's inevitable, um, yeah. as I said already. So it's it's a, a matter of 
um, managing that the best way that you possibly can, which we'll go yep. into shortly. And so that's the, the benefits of having that digital detox. Uh, the second one, uh, as we discussed uh, yesterday in um, the podcast, it does improve your sleep. So you're going to have less exposure to the blue light from your screens. Um, and that's especially important before bedtime, um, which because that does interfere with your melatonin production, um, which then in turn uh, disrupts your sleep patterns. Mm. Um, so the digital detox is definitely going to help improve that sleep quality. I I know for sure if I've let myself stay on my phone later than I uh, need to, mm. or or just like not even wanting to be on it, not doing anything productive, just I call it doom scrolling, yeah. uh, where you're just like end up down some long rabbit, rabbit hole, hole of sometimes people you don't even know mm. you're just like how do I get to this point yeah I find it really bad on um, the search page on Instagram when you see something that catches your eye and like oh and then you click on that and you keep scrolling down and you're going through lots of different things once again people you have no interest in don't know don't care but just as a rabbit hole mm. and so yeah I'd noticed that uh, it definitely takes me longer to get to sleep um, after doing that and then uh, my sleep quality uh, is significantly lower as well um, just anecdotally like just I'm like I don't think I slept that well last mm. night and then when I check back and think about what I did prior it's often I was on my phone a lot okay so that yeah for sure uh, talk about how it's gonna um, just kind of encourage those real-life social interactions when you take a break well I mean for me personally when I get home um, at the end of the day if I haven't been home from five in the morning when I get up um, if I get home and I grab my phone out and start scrolling instantly then you're basically shutting yourself off from anyone else and mm. that's my partner and my kid so um, obviously it encourages putting your phone down encourages real life conversation and interaction which we hardly do anymore um, with as you say people working from home and everything being online and stuff so um, that and I think that helps conversation skills and obviously it helps develop uh, an emotional connection with someone and it's something that I have uh, tried to implement a lot more um, mm. over the last sort of six months um, is yeah encouraging proper interaction with my partner when I get home from work um, and putting our phones down so for us that could be and once again we'll go over this shortly but putting my phone down and leaving it on the table when we go and eat dinner so we can actually have a chat while we're yeah. having dinner and that kind of stuff yeah it's it's all too easy to be sort of just like glued to yeah. to the device mm. um, but spending that time where the social interaction is such a valuable part of having um, like good mental health and so that's something that we've definitely want to build towards i think it develops intellect as well like i feel like as a as a human race we've become dumber since social media's come along and i i do feel like um we can get a lot of intelligence from actually talking to people face to face and having proper yeah. conversations for sure um and then let's talk about how it's going to reduce that comparison and that sort of fomo yeah this is a, a big one i think especially for athletes um, but people as as a whole social media is terrible for um, comparison because what people tend to forget with social media is a, especially and in, in Instagram and Facebook and stuff is is a highlight reel of the cool things that are going on mm. in life holidays um, big numbers on lifts and PRs and stuff like that how cool life is at home um, and it's really easy to get sucked into the trap of that being what everyone's life should be like or the perception of what mm. your life should be like. And it's not real life at all. It's people putting up the best parts of the day or the best parts of the training session mm. and people can very easily get sucked into um, that 
Yes. And that in turn leads to uh, a pretty shit feeling for a lot of people. 100%. And they need to be like that or they need to... They feel like they need to be like yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, like, I, this is something, like, I think we all do it. Um, and that's use Instagram as a highlight reel, right? Mm. And so, like, I didn't, I didn't film any of my lifting this morning, but I definitely... I was feeling pretty average, so that's probably part of the reason why I didn't bring my camera out. <laughs> I didn't film my average lifts that were happening. Yep. Or I, yeah, exactly. I didn't document um, how knee, sore my knees are. Um, yeah, that's why I'd never <laughs> put my camera out for training sessions. <laughs> um, and so we, no one's really spending a lot of time talking about how all the stuff that might not be great. And But when you look through their, their reels or their, their Instagram feed, it's like... Perfect partner, perfect house, yeah, perfect training session, yeah. always on, always feeling good. Like mm. life is great, and, and I, life, life, life is good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but there's still shit stuff that happens. There's still days where I don't like want to be in the gym when training's not going well. Um, when I'm doing mundane things, and we're just not posting about them. Yeah, and so it's often forgotten. I also think as a as a as a business owner or as a top athlete that has sponsors and stuff like you kind of have an obligation to put up the good stuff. Mm. Um, you're trying to um, create revenue for yourself. You're trying to get portray new sponsorships. A, yeah, you, you have to portray a certain thing for yeah. those people, that, that thing that you're doing. So, mm. yeah. um, so the d- digital detox element is going to definitely help uh, improve that. And so let's talk tactics now. So um, three tactics to kind of facilitate this digital detox. What can it actually look like? And so the one that you kind of briefly uh, mentioned is scheduling some screen-free time. And so um, you mentioned dinner time. Mm. Um, so talk to me a bit about that. What does that look like for you guys? So for us, um, my evening will get home usually between 6.30 and 7. Um, if I've been coaching or I've been on the floor with PTs at the city, um, we'll put Frank to bed and dinner will be half cooked we'll kind of finish that off and we'll leave our phones on the bench and we'll go and sit in the lounge um and once again depending on how tired we are we'll dictate the kind of conversation that we have but mm. if at least of our our screens are where we try and leave the tv off for the most part um and have a chat otherwise um yeah it'll be us just sitting and you know having time together without our phones yeah and so this is something that i i try to do but i do get uh lazy with and that's like have dinner as uh no tv um and mm. no phones but i definitely it goes through waves like sometimes oh, we'll be like really good at it and we'll be like send dinner and it'll be our opportunity to talk about the day and yeah. like what what went well at work what's been happening struggles that like each of us have gone through at work and definitely easy in theory yeah <laughs> and that that happens for periods of time and then there's like um other periods where sometimes our uh, days are out of sync and we might not be having dinner at the same time and then like it might be a case of um i chuck the tv on while i'm having my dinner mm. rather than just sitting there um but yeah i want to really for me i want to try to get back into that routine of scheduling that screen free time uh, particularly around dinner so that it's an opportunity once again to get that social connection it's quite hard it's like a double-edged sword like if I've had um, so my afternoons if I am home late there's usually three or four hours back to back on the floor um, which means I haven't had any phone time at all and you instantly get home and you go oh I want to check what's on social media I want to check my messages or I need to check my emails and stuff don't you so do that while you're driving yeah and I do that while I'm driving as no, well do not do if, that while you're driving that's if, a joke 
if it's heavy traffic and I'm driving do not do that while you're driving that is bad you get in trouble for saying that Um, and so other times screen free times now um, like sounds kind of crazy because it's still a screen but like um, often I will catch myself scrolling while watching Netflix Mm. and so like you're not even like present in the act of watching whatever it is that you're doing you're like just sitting there scrolling um, and so one thing I'm trying to be better at is putting my phone away from like the couch mm. or anything like that so that you can at least be present in the activity that you're doing in the first part. Yeah. Um, so that, that's another one. Um, well, even if it's not Netflix, it could be you're on your you're, you're watching your Netflix screen, but you're also checking your messengers yeah. and you're checking, uh, yeah. checking emails and all that kind yeah. of stuff too. So. so trying to be present in the one activity yep. that you're doing. Um, when we're talking about the dinner side, um, we didn't even uh, touch on the fact about how like if you're even if you're eating dinner by yourself um, scrolling on your phone while you're doing that um, it affects like your digestion and your mm-hmm. ability to for your brain to actually recognize that you're full what you've eaten and that you're full because yep. you're distracted so one of the key things like one of the great benefits of uh, being uh, deviceless at that point as well is the nutritional benefits that yep. you're going to get from it. mindful eating yep mindful eating exactly um, so and then you got all the stuff that we've talked a lot about um, and recently is like disconnecting and having uh, device free time screen free time before bed yep. um, so because of the effects of the blue light um, so just trying to avoid that as much as possible because that's going to affect your sleep as we know that's going to really affect you in a rigmarole of uh, ways yep um, and so talk about uh, technology-free zones in the house. Well, that kind of uh, relates to what you just talked about, yeah. right? Going to bed, like making... The bedroom? It's, it's, it's difficult because I would say 99% of us now use our phone as an alarm, so mm. it's going to be pretty close to the bed. Um, what I used to do, I don't do anymore, um, was I'd used to set my alarm and my plug was down the other end of the, the room, so it wasn't by my head. I started that again last night. Set my alarm. Literally for the first time. Did you? (laughs) Again, in ages. Um, Yeah, set my phone up down the other end of the room and that becomes a uh, technology-free zone just Mm. by virtue of setting your phone up away from where you are. And it might only be the bedroom, but as we've talked about and as we talked about yesterday with sleep, it's probably the perfect place to have a technology-free zone anyway. Yeah, and that also um, is going to, like by removing it from the, the bedroom, it's going to be a pattern interrupt. So a lot of the time, uh, your use of social media or your phone, um, checking email, whatever it might be, it's kind of mindless and habitual. So mm. you, you don't even necessarily want to be on there. It's not like something that you truly desire. It's just like, I grab my phone and then you're just scrolling. Yeah. And you just go to the app and you scroll because you just want that quick serotonin hit to numb your brain for whatever reason. Mm. And so by having it in, like say, another room or at the other side of the room, it will mean that you have to go to that extra effort mm. in order to do it. Yeah. Um, so it's not going to be comfortable. And so as soon as you make something a little bit uncomfortable or a little bit different to normal, mm. you're going to break that pattern that you're going to probably be in. And yeah. So that's the, one of the first steps in uh, unlearning a habit or breaking a habit mm. is make it uncomfortable or make it difficult. Yes. And so just by making it a little bit difficult, it's going to help you spend way less time on your phone. Whereas if it's plugged in next to your bed, you can literally be lying there with your head down, boom, do, 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 mind, yeah. mindless scroll, mindless scroll, mindless scroll. Yeah, and easy. we know that's not going to be beneficial for you. Yeah. Um, yep, and then so as I say, another zone would be maybe the dinner table. Dinner table. Um, and it's something that I'm actually trying to be way better at is just uh, any time that you're in a social um, social environment. So maybe that's going out for like a, a meal with friends or a mm. drink with friends or whatever, try and 
everything in my power not to get my phone out and be like just checking it or yeah. uh, being in an environment like messaging other people that aren't in that environment so trying to be present with the people that you're in it's actually crazy to see how many people are on their phones when you go out and you don't think about it because you're usually on your phone yourself but i was at the cafe yesterday working in the morning and i saw three people sitting at the same table all on their phones at the same time mm. um i'm bad at it man. oh we're I'm, all bad at it yeah I'm, I'm, it's something but i'm aware of it it's something i'm definitely uh, trying to work on yep. definitely trying to work on definitely not pointing a finger because yeah yeah at me um <laughs> And then having something uh, to, to aid in this, you're gonna be like, well, what do I do if I'm not on my phone? Like, you're gonna have like idle hands. You're gonna be like, what do I, do what do I actually do with my, with my hands and all this time? Um, and so trying to think about some activities that you would be able to maybe do that are um, deviceless um, or technology, uh, digital deviceless. Mm. Um, so having like uh, activities that you don't need your device will be really powerful. And so that could be um, reading a physical book. Kindles are pretty good. Okay, I'll give you an exception to Kindle because they do have the appropriate lighting uh, that you can switch between so that it won't stimulate you. Uh, but yeah, reading a physical book where you actually have to turn the pages. Um, maybe it's getting outside and you're going for a walk without taking your phone. Maybe it's uh, playing a sport or an activity like when I talked about play like getting out in tennis or basketball or golf or whatever it is that tickles your fancy having something that you just do not need your phone for um, which is going to reduce your screen time and then you're going to get like you're going to learn and relearn that there's a lot of fun stuff that you can be doing um, where you're going to get that serotonin hit without actually having um, your phone in your hand yeah something i've have found really interesting um and i've mentioned obviously like ten thousand times i've got a newborn but uh, yeah i do oh. yes for anyone that was wondering but um if i'm sitting there and he's on my knees and i've got my legs up and i've got my phone in my hand he instantly knows that i'm not giving him attention and he will start grizzling and crying and that has become more and more frequent um as he gets a little bit older so that's um what a cry baby <laughs> yeah little pussy um but yeah that's something that uh is becoming more and more important for me as well is making sure that when i'm with him he gets my attention um so that's um the same as Zach talking about offline activities. Mm. When you're talking about offline activities, that's one of them being for present. me. Is, yeah, being present with my kid. Have um, you got him an iPad yet? No, that's coming. Yeah. Never. <laughs> uh, I've heard this conversation. I don't have kids, so I can't um, weigh in on it. But a lot of parents saying, I'm never getting my kids an iPad. And then it's like, they have maybe to. like a year and a half. Yeah, and like, here's your iPad. I want to have some peace and quiet yeah, while I go out for dinner. My, my brother um, got two screens for the back of the seats in his car. So when the kids travel, they watch the screen the whole time. He goes, I don't care what anyone says. It gives me peace and quiet when I drive. So <laughs> it'll be coming. Yeah, I can't talk about it. But So um, one key thing here is to remember that the goal of a digital detox is not about eliminating it completely, but it's about finding your balance. Um, you're gonna still you're still gonna have emails to answer. You're still gonna have messages and texts, and you're still gonna be able to connect with people. There are some really good benefits to social media, but what we're trying to avoid is it controlling our life and um, affecting your mental health. And so, by using one of these uh, sort of three three tactics or a combination of, hopefully you can find a little bit more balance. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers.